Hey y'all, welcome to this week's episode of Realizations. If you love the episode so far, please like, share, subscribe. Anything at all is so helpful in helping us reach everyone that needs us. So thank you for liking, for sharing, for subscribing, for telling your friends, for all of it. We really appreciate you. Today on Realizations, I am going to talk about how to love yourself. I could talk about this topic all day, every day, probably for the rest of my life, and I probably will, honestly. But today, I want to focus on three aspects of self-love. The very first one being bye-bye negative self-talk. Go ahead and grab your water. You're definitely going to want to have a journal. Take some notes. Jot some things down. There's definitely some questions that will pop up in here that you may find yourself really feeling that you're getting lost in uh, that really hits your soul. So, cheers. Let's take a drink. How to love yourself. Saying goodbye to all that negative (laughs) self-talk. I had a lifetime of appearing to be very comfortable, appearing to be very good with who I was. But really, I was constantly thinking to myself, if I could just be 10 pounds lighter or 50 pounds lighter or 100 pounds lighter, depending on when you caught me everything would be better. Everything would feel better. Everything would make more sense. I would be better, essentially. It never mattered how much weight I gained or lost. I was always pretty much in the same place and just looking for some way out. I used to beat myself up a lot and tell myself that if I could hear better, if I could pay attention better, my brain worked better, if I wasn't so loud, if I wasn't so wild, if I wasn't always wanting to see more and do more, if I could just be more calm, more normal, then life would make more sense. I could have the dream, right? It wasn't until I realized that my dream didn't look anything like what I was trying to get. I was just going for this I was just going for this white picket fence life, the family, the 9 to 5 traveling once in a while. But I never really wanted that. I wanted a whole lot more than that. So it wasn't until I started getting honest about what I really wanted in my life that things started to make sense and look differently for me. But when I thought about writing the books and I thought about being on stage, as much as I felt in my soul, soul that I wanted that. I knew that was who I was. 
I didn't have the confidence to back it up then. And when I was eating my feelings and I was running away or drinking too much, it just allowed me to, instead of blaming myself that I wasn't good enough for the dream, it let me believe that the dream was just so far away that it wasn't, it was almost like childlike. It was just something that was like make-believe, something that everybody kind of has where they say they want it, but nobody really gets that life. And then I started to realize that there's a lot of people that have the life that I want. And why couldn't I be one of those people? But I had to change the way that I talked to myself. There is no way that I could be doing what I'm doing right now if I was too, if I was still telling myself that I'm too fat or too dumb or too unimportant to be this person in the world. I was just scared, honestly. I didn't want to go for it and fail. I didn't want to go for it and completely blow up my life to where I didn't know how to come back from that. And chasing a dream, honestly, it just felt childish. I had a lot of voices in my head that told me, this isn't real life. This isn't what people do. But I didn't like what people did. <laughs> and I just, I couldn't picture living for all of these years, maybe a hundred years. And that was all my life was. I didn't want to live a hundred years if that's what my life was. It honestly kind of felt like hell on earth, to be honest. And I got to the point where I was like, maybe, maybe there's something else on the other side that I don't know about. <laughs> maybe there's something better. And then I wasn't afraid to die anymore because living just was numbing. It was boring. It was just not for me. I didn't want to die, but I just knew I needed something more. And that had to start with me. What are some things that you tell yourself about you that hold you back from going for dreams that you've had or that you currently have? Things that you really truly feel that you want, but you don't have. What are some of those thoughts that pop up? Let's take a drink and think on that. This is important because this leads us right in to number two. What are your patterns? If you read my first book, The Accident, it is all about finding patterns. When you're having negative thoughts, are they happening at the same time? Is it every time you get dressed in the morning and you check your appearance in the mirror? Is it every day when you're at your job? Is it always around times when you eat 
when do you really see yourself saying these negative things to yourself? We first have to start to get aware. What really are our patterns? A lot of times we start to do this and it becomes just natural to us, honestly. We don't really put much thought into it. Or it just feels like we spend most of our time in that negative space. So it's just how we're living. A lot of this transfers into things that don't really work for us as well. I know for me personally, the way that I have been with food for a lifetime, I'm just now getting into better habits and routines with food. For the first time in my life, do I feel that I'm in a healthy, good space with food, mentally and emotionally and physically. But I used to find myself snacking a lot, just popping anything into my mouth when I was cooking dinner, when I was looking for something to eat, I would snack while I was looking for what I was going to eat. It wasn't really doing anything for me, except keeping my hands busy and making me feel like I had a little bit of control. I started pairing that with watching TV. So then I never wanted my food to run out before my show was over, but my food always ran out when I was watching an hour-long episode of SVU. I knew that that was going to happen. I knew I would have to go and get more food if I wanted to keep having that line up with watching TV. But I loved to eat and watch TV because I loved to veg out, to numb out. I loved to just run away from reality. I didn't really have to feel anything in those moments except for good because at that time in my life, it felt really, really good for that hour. When I was kicked back, I was enjoying my food and I was enjoying the show. And it was my favorite time of the day. And that could have been a really great way to de-stress for me. If I could have kept that in control. But I wanted that feeling all the time. So I started wanting to eat more and I started wanting to watch TV more. And what happened to me when I started leaning into that feeling and chasing that feeling of comfort, of just not really having to be, I realized I was numbing myself out so hard that I wasn't even really being anything. I was really just kind of lacking myself away from life. And it really didn't help my way of thinking. And it really didn't help the way that I wanted to live my life. It was really holding me back. However, even when I was going to change a lot of things, I was starting to add the gym in. I was starting to eat better. I was starting all of these things. I could not get rid of that one habit because I was placing all of my happiness for the day on that moment. If I had a stressful day, 
something would ruin that moment. Like um, one of the kids or somebody would need something from me or I would get interrupted or I wouldn't have enough of what I wanted because life was trying to stress me out. It was trying to pull me away from that. But I was fighting so hard to stay in this one moment because I was putting all of my happiness there. I wasn't allowing life to show me other ways that I could have that feeling in an even better way. I really had to learn how to love on myself a lot more in those moments. And when I took away the most comfortable part of my day, I was not happy about it at first. In fact, I fought it pretty hard. And I try, I still try sometimes to slide back into that. But every time I go back to it, I find myself realizing that it's not the same. And I don't get the same amount of happiness from it. I, it's funny how hard we hold on to things. Even when we start to realize it's really not for us anymore. Man, nostalgia can get you good. <laughs> you think back to all of these wonderful moments and all of these good feelings. And it almost feels a little crazy sometimes to part ways with that. But it's really just to make space for even better things. Our third thing. This is our big action. It's really small, but it's actually really big. Getting in the mirror. Now, some people, when I say this, they are just like, heck no, won't do it. Do not look at myself in the mirror. I want nothing to do with that. And to that, I say, you need it the most. Until we have a connection with ourselves, we cannot truly understand what it is that we need. We can't tell other people what we need. We don't know how to get things for ourselves. It may feel like you're doing okay. I felt like I was doing okay. I didn't really think that the negative self-talk was weighing me down too much. I really didn't think that my habits were hurting anyone. I thought my patterns were pretty safe, honestly. They're pretty safe patterns. So since I wasn't doing any harm to anyone, it was fine. I didn't really need to worry about it. So why did I have to get in the mirror? Why did I have to start connecting with myself? Like, it was all fine. I was sure there was something else that I could do. There was nothing else. I've tried everything. I've tried every diet, every exercise, every class, every hobby. And it doesn't stick until you're stuck on yourself, in a sense. Once I started getting in the mirror and saying, no, no more negative self-talk, no more of the same patterns, no more. 
and I reframed. I flipped the script. That was when everything started changing. Go ahead and grab a drink. The first time you get in the mirror, if you have a lot of negative feelings about yourself, let them come. Hear them, feel them, acknowledge them. Jot them down. What are you hearing when you see yourself in the mirror? If you have a good space around you where you're able to just close your eyes and relax into this, let yourself. Let the stress melt out of your body. Let your shoulders relax. Take a breath in through your nose. And out. What is really so bad about you? If these things are so bad, how did you get here? Why are you here right now exactly as you are? are. You're here exactly as you are. There is a reason. There's a whole story. And it's beautiful, even if it doesn't feel like it right now. Take a breath in and out. Once you let yourself get comfortable being uncomfortable in the mirror, take a breath, take a minute, and look at yourself as you would a friend. And find one thing that you like or love or just don't hate. What is it that you like about it? Start small. Just one thing, one small thing. It can be that your glasses sit on your face straight, that you love your freckles or your smile or your hair. It can be anything at all. Just one thing and celebrate. That is one thing that you did not love about yourself and acknowledge and appreciate the day before. That's progress. And each day, if you can give yourself a minute or two in the mirror to just sit, even if at first all you're doing is sorting through all those negative thoughts and you're jotting them down and you're finding out where they come from, what you even believe. How many of these thoughts are your own? What do you need to get out? And what do you need to work through? 
that is where we start. And we celebrate and we love ourselves and we remember we are not that bad. Something got us here. Our story, our journey. You are the only one that can truly stand in your own way. You never lose by loving. But you always lose by holding back. This week, let yourself free. Just take one more breath and let your eyes come slowly open. Grab a drink of water. Let's make this week all about ourselves, all about self-love, about building that connection right here first. We're breaking down those barriers, those walls with the negative self-talk, with the patterns. And we're getting in the mirror more and really loving on ourselves. Whatever level you're at with this, it's okay. We all start somewhere. And even if it's just tiny, just by making a minute or two of time for yourself each day to practice self-love will be more beneficial in the long run than I could even put into words. And the only way for you to find that out is to try it. It's science. So this week, science. Give yourself that minute or two. And if you can't, find out why. Let me know. Seriously, DM me, drop it in. I love to hear about this. And if you have anything else that you want to talk about, you want to hear about anything, let me know. And again, like, share, subscribe. I love you all so much. Stay vibey, friends.